Welcome to Jim's BBQ. Can I take your order? You look like me. We're like, we're eye twins. <clears throat> There's so many, and they're all probably <laughs> like anywhere between like, I don't know, a one to three and a half. <laughs> Rather be uh, uh, full of ego than saying blow me grandma. <laughs> Jesus. After mulling over some like travel plans to get down there and the idea of me going to Jersey and uh, staying in Dylan's childhood room. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah, I could have hawked a loogie and hit one of their cars. Hello and welcome to episode 211 of Jim's PBQ Podcast. I'm Mike. I'm Dylan. And welcome to Sean's Crab Shack. Hooah! I was waiting to be introduced. We uh, established oh, this already. You oh said, my god. You said last episode you could you could say your name. Say your name, uh, say your name. I don't think you established this, did you? Yes, we we said that like on the last episode that you were on. Oh, I don't remember. Oh that. my god, Dylan, do you hear the ego on this guy? He's starting to sound like me when we started the podcast. What? How how is <laughs> I don't remember that ego thing? What does ego be, be like? What does ego be like? Wait, wait, I'm gonna go first before Mike. <laughs> He's like, I want to be introduced. I, you always introduce me. I can't remember everything that was said in the last episode. <laughs> the last time I was on. Oh, boy. Jeez, I'm sorry I came on. All right, well, I'll, as you can see, Sean's <laughs> here. Yeah. and uh, Brother Sean is here. <laughs> he's, he's, still... here he's here to regale <laughs> us with stories. He's still tired from his trip to New York. Okay. <clears throat> <laughs> Probably am. It's been like a nonstop uh, whirlwind <laughs> of travel. It really has. Dylan, do you see how tired my eyes look? You do look pretty. You look like you're. You've been smoking weed all day. Yeah. You look I like should. me. Yeah. We're like we're eye twins. <clears throat> I do and, not like that at all. Eye twins don't like eye that. twins. <laughs> I don't. Know. That, don't. Like that one bit. That sounds weird. We both look like we're 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 tired. And curiously enough, Sean's in the hazy hazy living room again. <clears throat> yeah, he's in Breaking Bad World when they go. Can to we be? Home. Can we be eye triplets? No. We, Why? We, because we've already put the kibosh on eye twin, so we can't. We're not going to go yeah, higher. Eye triplets. <laughs> Why don't you like eye twins? It's just there's something about it that sounds. I don't know. I just. I don't like the way it sounds. Like an I like we're I twins. I don't know. It it sounds like it's something Apple made. Oh wow. The I twins. It's a bit strange, okay, but we're, well, we both have tired looking eyes for probably very different reasons. Mm -hmm. Um we'll get into that in a little bit though. <laughs> in a little but while. Dylan's problems with I twins? <laughs> no, we've already discussed this, uh, and I guess we just won't we won't utter the phrase ever again of eye twins. <laughs> we'll put that up there in the Pathanon with Spooge. 
Pan- do, you mean, do you mean Pantheon? Pantheon? Pat- oh my god. <laughs> Dude, really, Pathanon. seriously. Like, four hours of sleep. Come on. <laughs> Give me a fucking break. Just... <laughs> oh no, he's sorry. He meant to say the Parthenon. He wants to, in the <laughs> actual <laughs> Greek structure. The Parthenon, yes. Oh god. Dude, just... Just cut me a little slack tonight, please. <laughs> no. Maybe it's a good thing that Jim isn't on tonight. <laughs> I, I I feel I'm like I, I feel part. like I might connect with Jim better, like in this in this state that I'm in. I I don't know if you'll connect so much as you would just fire back at him without, with less hesitation. Probably not. It'd be funny if like he he just like egged you on a little too much and you were just like, would you shut your fucking mouth? You fucking asshole! <laughs> like you got really mad. Uh, it could happen. He's probably going to be disappointed that he's not on this now. Uh, no, he's not disappointed. He's getting. Uh, he's not going to listen to this. Yeah. He won't <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He's sleeping. Yeah. Poor guy. That's where, his favorite thing. His favorite thing. That's where. That's where Jim's a Viking. Yeah. When he's uh, asleep. Yeah. So he has a yeah. direct line to Valhalla, he, but he's not dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you want to, if you want to check out all of our happenings and all that good stuff, you can check us out on our social medias. You can go out on our website and download the episodes or wherever you get podcasts from. Don't forget. Um, what is it? September 26th uh, <laughs> live at a shared universe podcast studio in town, New Jersey. Uh, you're, oh, uh, you're excused. Uh, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Dylan. We'll be there oh. live with uh, with Brother Jim. Nice. Yep. So don't forget that. If Tune he's in not live. sleeping. Yeah, hopefully. Well, we did instruct him to take a nap. Did we not? We did. Yeah. I thought we said we, uh, we'll we'll go to Kane Brewing and he can take like a like a 2 o'clock nap or something. Maybe a 1.30 yeah. nap. Yeah, well, he sounds good. Will he have a cot in the studio just in case? I can bring a camping cot. That'd be a good idea. Yeah. Not a bad idea. But yeah, yeah, check us out there and uh, check out all of our previous episodes. You can get those on any of your favorite podcast applications or download <laughs> them from the website and all that good stuff. There's so many and they're all probably... <laughs> Like anywhere between like, I don't know, a one to three and a half. <laughs> Wait, one to three and a half hours? Of oh no, I meant out of like five stars. <laughs> well well, yeah, that that too. They're 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 one to three and a half hours long and they're one to three stars in quality. Yes. I would say that we're a solid there there are some solid three star episodes. <laughs> Wow, man, you got like a very wow. low opinion of us. I know. <laughs> I would say uh, we've hit we've hit some good ones over the years. No, we definitely have had some good ones. I mean, come on, you can't you can't do two hundred episodes of this thing and have like all shitty episodes. Oh no no no! And you can't. Yeah. I, I mean, and I mean, also, you're not just going to hit average ones either. You, you're going to hit some home runs occasionally. 
Yes, for sure. I do think it's funny though how like we we tried to do like things like have like oh we're gonna do this this episode we're gonna do this this episode and then uh, I think we were like oh we're gonna do like album reviews. <laughs> so like if you listen to it all the way through, you just see like how we just nah we just like don't focus on any of that bullshit. We just do whatever the fuck. We <laughs> I want. mean, we stop saying like Sarge of the Week and all that bullshit. <laughs> I mean, we we've tried. Um, I'll give you a case in point. We've tried things like this. Yeah. The Atlas Obscura, which is a great book, but I mean, it just really didn't work for us. Yeah. Um, hmm. Even the, even the fun fact, uh, like, which is even shorter, those, uh, I mean, you know, we kind of got rid of that after a little while. Yeah. It's like, we, we just, we just kind of jump from thing to thing and do some things that work for us. Some, And then, you know, it's ever evolving, Dylan. Hmm. So, Sean, eventually, uh, you know what that means? Why? Uh, the infomercials are going to end. I, <laughs> oh, no, uh, no, no. These are great. I love doing these. I was just going to say, uh, two of your uh, longest standing things have been related to stuff I've brought to the table. <laughs> What's that? Uh, well, I mean, one of your original things was uh, the insecurities. Uh, that oh, was yeah. because of me. That and now was, the inf- about a year or so. Now the infomercials. Yeah, yeah, those yeah. have been going on for what the last few months. Yeah, so I don't know. The common thread seems to be uh, seems to be me. Yeah, fucking no ego there. <laughs> yeah, no ego, Sean Crandall. Yeah, I was gonna say, uh, Dylan. Um, since we're doing the live episode in Jersey, you know what I could uh, I could uh, bring with me that we haven't done since the last time in Jersey. Yes, is that sanitary? Is that a safe thing to do? We can wash <laughs> all the mouth guards. I have my own. Hell, there's brand new ones that haven't been used. Maybe we should all wear like whenever we put one. If I put one on, you and Jim should put a mask on just to be safe. <laughs> you know what's funny is is I can't remember what the name of the game is. I know it's something grandma, and I keep saying like oh, keep, hi, in grandma? my mind like blow like... me grandma or <laughs> oh whoa whoa <laughs> what <laughs> whoa. Get in, the, get in the lane, Grandma, or it's something, Grandma. I can't Isn't remember. It high, Jesus, <laughs> I'd rather be uh, uh, full of ego than saying "blow me, Grandma." <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, well, yeah, we can do that. I'm, I'm trying to remember what the hell the name of it is. Isn't it like "Oh hi, Grandma"? Is that it? No, it's just a whole bunch of scary grand games. <laughs> oh I don't know, but anyway, this it's is the, like the fucking mouth, bothering me now. It's the mouth guard thing where you try to read a sentence and it's like an inappropriate phrase, and you're just like, blah, 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 and then someone's like, oh, oh, a uh, uh, big, uh, big, big fucking nits. Oh, big fucking tits. You're like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Oh, open wide, Grandma. Oh, wow. That's just as bad. <laughs> open wide and blow open me, wide. Grandma. <laughs> I have that Family Feud game I bought, too. We could maybe uh, incorporate that. Oh, yeah. And you got the buzzer thing. Yeah. Or maybe we do that in Rochester. We'll see. We'll anyway. see what we come up with. 
I was also I was thinking about this on the way home today, and uh, we could always bring back uh, the beer whisperer. Oh, it's been a while. It has been a little while since we visited with the beer whisperer. Good to know that he still does an average more than like twelve views a video. I mean, we're right up there with him. I would say that's fair, isn't it? I'm curious about like the number of subscribers he's got. He's gonna have. But the views per video are pretty fucking low. <laughs> Sean's doing some research. I am. Oh, yeah. Uh, four days ago, Slipjig Orange Blossom Honey Mead, 14 views. Oh, he went live? Oh, that was four years ago. Only 23 views. I'll have to watch some more of him. He's done 3,600 videos. Holy fuck. <laughs> holy fuck this doesn't say how many subscribers he's got that's really weird you know, you know what that shows is he doesn't have an ego he doesn't let that subscriber number get to his head he's persistent yeah he's uh he's uh working it man he's working he's working the system Dylan <laughs> Wow, so if he did one video a day for 52 weeks, he would he would actually have to double up. He would be doing on average, he'd be doing 70 videos a year. I mean, I believe it. Sean, I mean, we we first experienced him what, like 7 8 years ago? I think so. Yeah. Uh so yeah, I mean, it, it's pretty remarkable. Uh, but yeah, maybe we'll get back into, uh, we'll do like a video of his, uh, while we're in, uh, Jersey. Stay tuned for that. We shall see. Uh, so Sean, um, man, you've been, you've been hitting the road a lot lately. Um, you've been traveling all over the Northeast. Um, I know mm -hmm. you were recently in Vermont for a wedding. Um, yep. and, uh, we, we had a little bit of a trip last night that we'll get into. But uh, a couple weeks back, you actually went to New York and uh, you you had a brief visit with Dylan, but you were there for another reason. What what what'd you go down there for? Thought I was gonna burp. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like I, I I can't talk about it. <laughs> it was it was a it was a very emotional for me. Like I still feel it, like coming. Like I don't want to like start I talking. Just, and the... I just can't. I can't. I can't bring myself to discuss it. <laughs> it. It was. It's one of those life changing moments. So yeah, uh, earlier in the year, I had bought um, tickets for or a ticket for Springsteen on Broadway. Um, he uh, Bruce Springsteen was doing a second run um, of his Broadway show. Um, uh, at a larger theater, it was at the uh, St. James Theater. Um, and yeah, I wound up getting a ticket for um Speeding. the the yes uh <laughs> for the uh, last uh the last night of this run of shows, uh, which was pretty exciting to go see. Cool. Um, so it was uh yeah yeah to be vaccinated and um mask the whole show um but it was really cool um he did uh, a few songs different 
uh, than when I saw him. Uh, uh, oh, there we go. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> Did you just vomit? You sound like the singer of that band. Uh, maybe. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it it was a bit of a different show uh, than when I saw uh, saw it the first time around. Uh, like I said, he played a few songs different. Um, some of the stories were uh, a bit different, and uh, you know, I mean, he spoke about like the last year plus. You know, he talked a bit about his mom's health. His mom's been dealing with Alzheimer's, and uh, just uh, yeah, ju- uh, just some things that have uh, kind of uh, changed for him. He did make some jokes. Like multi-millionaire living in uh <laughs> It's been hard um, for us. Me and Patty. Oh, yeah. It's been tough. It's, it's hard out hard out here for a pimp. Uh, it's hard out here for a pill. Can you imagine like Bruce it's, Springsteen covering that? Well, there's a there's like a really famous there there's a a pretty famous cover of like of um Biggie Small song out there, but it's like an acoustic like nice version of it. it's pretty funny. So yeah, yeah, um, it it was really cool. Um, I mean, he played for I mean, it was my first time seeing him since uh. I mean, the uh, Broadway show at the beginning of 2018 uh, when I went down there. So um, it was cool to see him again. And uh, um, about two, about close to two and a half hours um, that he played and shared stories, no intermission. Um, so it was really cool. Yeah. Um, so, it, it, I mean, that that's great and all, but, you know, if people figure out this timeline of, when this show was not that they're keeping track of your schedule, Sean. Um, this so it was, was uh, Saturday of Labor Day weekend, right? And and that timeline, Dylan, was right about uh, around when what the remnants of Hurricane Ida mm-hmm. was coming through. <laughs> and um, I know we recorded that Thursday night before Sean left. And like the lights were flickering in your apartment. And yep, thunder was very th- loud. There was lots of emergency vehicles in the background. Yep. There's all sorts of fun stuff happening. And yeah, well, needless to say, New York uh, kind of got fucked. At least this area of New York did. Um, so did a lot of New Jersey. Um, it was yeah. very poorly handled, <laughs> to say the least. And as a result of that, completely Fuck Sean in the ass in terms of mm-hmm. uh, travel. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, I mean, it, 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 it's first world problems, right, Sean? I mean, <laughs> yeah. Sure. yeah. Okay, let, let me, let's, let me let's, rephrase let's, that. Let's, uh, uh, let, let me rephrase that. It, uh, it, it fucked up his initial travel plans. Yeah. Right, right. So, I mean... It, you know, yet you still ended up making the show, which is, yeah. you know, the main purpose of the... A moderate, mild, maybe even mild inconvenience. I mean, if I, I right. tried to look at it, the perspective of like, okay, I mean, there's people down there in like the New York, New Jersey area that like, and on the coast that like got horribly impacted by this thing, mm-hmm. like grand, grand scheme of it. I mean, my, my thing was 
kind of a, yeah, it was a mild inconvenience relative to all that. So I tried to take a mature perspective on it. Yeah. So, I mean, just to give some background, you were supposed to leave Friday. Yeah. Like Friday morning at like five 30. I was going to take a train down. I don't do really well with flying. Um, So maybe you, even the previous time when you went to see Bruce, you were maybe on the podcast right after that. And we, we, we talked about that. And I know, I know previous times like uh, flying and like when we did the the cruise and down in Texas and you had your emotional support list with you. Yeah. So I I think some of our listeners might be well aware of your flying issues. Yeah. Um, But yeah, your intent was to take the train uh, Friday morning and to be what you were going to be there by like midday, right? Yeah, I think like about 12, uh, 12, 1230 uh, in Manhattan. So, I mean, I was going to get there. I mean, all I was going to have with me was basically a backpack. So, I mean, one of two things I was going to see if I could like, you know, drop my bag at the hotel or check in early um, if that was possible. If not, um, I mean, I had intentions on Friday of like uh, meeting up with some friends that I know that live in the area. Um, Dylan. even though, well, uh, Dylan was part of the plan too, I think I for know, Saturday, I um, trying to involve him a little and, uh, and, and yeah, you know, part of it, I wanted to go to like the, uh, natural history museum. It's been about 20 years since I've been there. Um, I went there like, I think when I was like in college, um, and it was really cool. It's a, it's a really neat museum. Um, and I would have liked to check it out again, but that, uh, didn't end up happening. Yeah. So Uh, like Thursday night, right. You got word that they had canceled your train. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, so I got a call from Amtrak, uh, basically saying that the, uh, train for, uh, the following morning was canceled. Uh, they, uh, they asked me if I wanted to. Uh, get a refund on it or uh, move it to Saturday morning. And I was like, well, let's, let's go ahead for the time being, let's move it to Saturday morning. I'll have to see what I can do with the hotel in the meantime. Cause I had a hotel booked for two days. Right. So, I mean, you basically like the following day kind of went into like a scramble mode, trying to figure out travel mm-hmm. um, other than like, taking that train trip Saturday morning, like, you know, like you were looking at buses, maybe to still get there sooner or a whole bunch of other stuff, right? Like you were, you were trying to figure out what you were going to do. Yeah. So ultimately you ended up, um, canceling the train. Yeah. The canceled that, um, the hotel situation, I was able to get a, a, a refund. Um, on the two days of the hotel, but then they couldn't move it to one day. I had to cancel the hotel so and then stupid. reschedule. Um, I wound up getting a different hotel because the original hotel I booked was like almost as expensive for one day um, as it was for two when I originally scheduled. So I found a different one. Um Kind of cl- closer, more in the theater district. It was uh, actually wound up being a shorter walk for me uh, from the theater to the hotel. 
yeah, and then I'm like I after mulling over some like travel plans to get down there and the idea of me going to Jersey and uh, staying in Dylan's childhood room, (laughs) um, you know, with my feet hanging off the bed. uh, (laughs) I, uh, I contacted uh, some friends of mine that live in uh, the Albany area. Well, you Um, left one key part out about um, staying at Dylan, Dylan's childhood room. Also becoming his uh, stepdad. Oh yeah, Dylan's stepfather. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Which those plans are still in the works. Oh geez. Um, and then, <laughs> um, the, there'll be calendars to announce uh, the date. <laughs> um, But then, yeah, so I arranged the transportation, uh, you know, and I was like, okay, I'll drive to Albany. I have friends that live in Troy. I could leave my car at their house. Um, Troy must be a big dude. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Wah, wah. Yeah, that was (laughs) bad. bad. (laughs) Um, Have you met met Troy? No. You haven't met Troy Alden? I don't think. No, I have. Oh, okay. Um, he's, not, he's, he's not big enough for, for a whole family to live in. Nah, probably not. So, uh, yeah, took the, uh, uh, I got dropped off at the Albany uh, bus uh, um, station on Saturday morning, um, 9 a.m. Only a couple hour ride down. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I contacted Dylan. Uh, I went and grabbed a sandwich, and we met up for some beers. Yeah. Yeah. It, it sounded like you guys had a good time. There was, yeah. there was, a, there was a, a selfie, it looked like, taken that we uh, yeah. we saw. Oh, my God. Do you remember? Okay, there was, like, not, like, really nothing, like, crazy happened. But, like, there was oh, this, angry this, guy? <laughs> this very angry guy with a dog. And he was on the phone, and he was just like, he was just like, are you listening? Are you listening to me? Are you focused? Are you, are you focused? Are you focused? He kept saying, are you focused? And I was like, I need kidding. you. I need you to get the diamonds ready. I'm going to take a car. You need to get the diamonds. Are you focused? Are you focused? Wait, was he actually talking about diamonds? Yes. Oh, wow. Dude. It's like we were watching that Adam Sandler movie happen right oh. in front of our eyes. Uh, and he's like, I'm going to be there in 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Do you understand me? <laughs> and then, dude, like, it was awesome. I forgot. That totally did not put that together. He probably did work in the diamond district. He then. I, I was thinking, like, he, he was made, like, if you're near the theater district. It was like actually like a little like one act play that he was doing. No, this and was you guys were the audience, of... and then he was going to try and take collections afterwards. No, because he went in and bought beer and then left. Well, and he loudly, like out loud, referred to whether it was his part partner, fiance, girlfriend, whatever, whoever, like out loud exclaimed as he was walking into the bar. Uh, called her a uh, effing uh, like sea bomb. Oh, what? <laughs> wait, we got it. Yeah, effing see you next Tuesday. Yes, 
I might, I was sort of sitting out. You were Dylan. I think you were still like uh, using the restroom oh, or like okay. getting uh, uh no, you were actually at the bar because you heard the guy. I was seated back at the table, like uh, outside. We were uh, seated at the table, like right, right outside the place. <laughs> I, um, I guess and I just like notice that he's going off on the phone, and I'm like just I'm just minding my own business, kind of, but listening in. And I'm just sort of like trying everything to not laugh at the whole like situation. It was it was very bizarre. I just hope she got those uh, diamonds ready. I do too. Yeah, or there's going to be hell to pay. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, that it, that what was... an ordeal, though, yeah. It, yeah. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I, I after Dylan and I uh, kind of uh, went our separate ways, I went back to the hotel for, like, uh, just an hour to relax, and then I made my way over to the theater. You were almost going to say split up, and then you were going to start to see Dylan roll tears here. Yeah. Oh, oh, I gave Sean beer. Yeah, Dylan I know. I beer. saw he he uh, he poured one of them recently. I think. If I'm not yeah. mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. No, I had. Yeah. They were cool, quite man. Good. Yeah. Cool. So that yeah. that was that was uh you know I mean a trip that maybe didn't go according to plan but you know you you made the best of it yep. in a short amount of time and you know I mean come on it was Bruce man it was you yeah. know. He's your guy, so, man. You that was your twentieth show, right? Twenty, yep, twenty times. Did he actually wow. point it out? What? No, hey, that kidding. guy right up there. Yeah, that man, that beautiful man right there. <laughs> so me twenty times. So not forty. Some of you see me forty. Some of you see me sixty times. Some of you see me a hundred times. Probably two hundred fifty times. But that man, it's just twentieth show seeing me. Oh, I know. I yeah, I started to say I I, I um that it, yeah, you made some uh jokes around like the arrest. I forget if I fully finished my sentence there. But about like the whole like uh he, he made some jokes. He's like then I had the entire people of the United States against me. Um yeah, he kind oh, of made... when the commercial came out and all that too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, it was pre- it was pretty funny and all that. Um, so there's actually, um, I mean, to go back to like the number of shows thing, there's a jam band named Mo, and at the end of every show that they do, they'll actually like the guy will have like a sheet of paper that has, uh, oh, and uh, Dylan Gonzalez is here. He's celebrating his 65th show with us. And uh, Sean Crandall, he's celebrating his uh, 47th show with us tonight. And happy birthday, Sean. And uh, yeah, Alexis over there, she's celebrating 150 shows tonight. Congrats, Alexis. They'll run through that for like five minutes. Do you not remember them doing this, Sean? You look puzzled. They do it right before their encore every night. I don't remember. Yeah. John was a little too. Uh... Well, it was New Year's last time we saw. One of the last times we saw them, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I mean we saw them at uh, Peach, but yeah, they, and they did... did it then too. Did they? Yeah. Uh, I don't remember that. <laughs> it was shorter. It was only like maybe like a handful of people. Yeah, you probably. I, mean, I don't know. Maybe you probably just weren't paying attention or whatever. But yeah, they do. Yeah. that. They do that actually. Like every show, it's kind of it's kind of fun. 
I don't remember how many shows I've seen them. Probably 10, 12 times, I would guess, over the years. You think it's been that much? Uh, for Because yeah. I've seen them about the same amount, right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I would say I, I would say at least 10 times. They play Peach like so many times, Sean. It's adds up pretty fast. I can't tell if he's frozen or he's just oh okay. <laughs> you freeze up on so often during these. Like so like when you don't move, it's tough to tell. I was just texting somebody. So that that was a lot of fun for you. I know it was. Um Yeah. Then I came back of... to work. I came back to work for two days after Labor Day and then got right back on the road. Yeah, you went to a wedding. Yeah, in Vermont, and that went sounded to, like it was a lot of fun. Went to Glens Falls uh, last a week, well, a week ago today, mm-hmm. and then uh, went up to Burlington and uh, on Friday, uh, Friday morning, picked up uh, some friends at the Burlington Airport, and uh, we went around. Yeah, picked up some beer. A lot of beer. A lot of beer uh, around uh, Burlington and Stowe and. Uh, Whatever the other town was that we went to. Yeah. But so, I, I, I mean, not to cut you short about that. I know it was, you had a good time on that trip, but yeah, uh, we, we had some other stuff happening um, like more recently, like as in last night, last night. Yes. But before we get to that, Dylan, I know you, you had something going on too. Didn't you, didn't you have something going on yesterday? Well, I <clears throat> I went to my first concert since fucking March of last year, so that was that was a good time. It was a little bit strange, I have to be honest. It was a small venue. Was it? It was indoor. It was indoors. Yes. Was it? Was it vax required or? Uh, yeah, I mean everything is. Well, okay. So I mean, I don't know what the rules are where you're at. Yeah, everything. So, like it, every, everything is. You have to have it. Okay. So like here. The, the show the show we went to yesterday it was vax required or negative covid test within 48 hours i uh the for reasons that we'll get to was reading about it and the that actually also made the news just the sheer amount of people that were at this show to get tested like i saw the pictures and i was like damn that's a lot of fucking people wait what do you mean at the show we went to yes Oh, to get tested. Yeah, there was like lines to like for people to like, I not to get tested for to um get to, to get through all the COVID stuff to get in. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Our, yeah. our friend, um, we'll, we'll get we'll get to the show that we went to, and um, a friend of ours can corroborate that. But you did you you had a good show that you went to though? It was. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it was uh, just like some local bands, local oh, cool. showcase, you know, supporting the scene and whatnot. So I got to see some friends I haven't seen for a long time. Um, you know, it, it, it like nothing like crazy, you know, it's a Wednesday night and everything, but it was fun. And like, you know, it was a little bit weird. Like, like I kind of kind of forgot what it was like to be in like a small enclosed space, you know, it's kind of like it's a little bit. It's yeah. just, it's, it's weird. You know, you look, as I said to one of my friends last night, you know, you look at all this in a completely different light than you would normally, like yeah. just the way we're going to be looking at things is changed for good. But I mean, 
all that said, I had a really, I had a nice time. I'm going to another, another one tomorrow. Uh, good old favorite band, Weed Eater. <laughs> oh, they were up here last night, weren't they? They were up there last night, but you were not at Weed Eater. We you were at we a different no. show. You weren't we even were. in Rochester. We weren't. Um, but um, what was I going to say? Uh, you were going to tell you what happened. No, well, a lot of stuff happened, but um, I'm glad you had a good time. <laughs> um, it, it's funny though, like the um, you, like the indoor show and the comfortability of it, and um, we've even had like some venues here that we normally go to actually cancel their fall schedule already. Yeah, I mean, there's the cancellations have been coming left and right, you know, like yeah. I see it ho- popping up all over the place, you know. Well, and it's like <clears throat> one of the but it's never for, around here. Yeah, one of the havens for local bands here is Three Heads Brewing, which you've heard us talk about a lot on the podcast uh, over the years. And uh, they canceled like their entire September lineup that they had booked, mm-hmm. just saying that they weren't comfortable doing it uh, just because of like how the Delta variant was ramping up and yeah, you know, that stuff. So they were just like, yeah, no, we're not going to do it. So some of the other smaller venues around town are holding shows and have been and the indoor ones. And I just don't feel comfortable going to them. Yeah. So there's a, there's a ton of shows I'd get tickets for and I'm not going to. Yeah. I I mean, I, I held off. That's what I, I've just been, since it went up, I didn't buy anything new. Um, unless it was into next year, which I did do. I bought some tickets to a festival next year, um, which, you know, hopefully by May, things will be okay, or at least better in this area. But, you know, fucking we'll right. see. Um, yeah, I, you know, the only reason we really felt like comfortable with it is because it's been like a plateau in terms of the, the cases. So like, and it's not, like, at least in New York, it doesn't seem like the indoor dining and indoor events are really turning into like super spreader events, you know, cause you have to have, you know, the, the vaccination and the vaccination yeah. proof to get in. So mm-hmm. I still wore a mask with a filter because I just, you know, and it's like, yeah, of course you're like pulling your mask up to like take a swig of beer or whatever. But I was like, not really looking to like be crushing beers all night. So. Right. But anyway, yeah, it pretty much went off without a hitch. I mean, I just got back kind of late, but I'm not fucking working. So it's like, whatever. Unlike uh, what you guys had to deal with. <laughs> uh, so there, this. And, and this, this is not a unique story to just the Crandalls either. No, no, no. Uh, I mean, yeah, a lot of people that went to what we went to had to deal with this yesterday. Uh, but it's just. It, it it's it's fun enough to talk about now in retrospect and i think you'll you'll have some fun perspectives about it dylan so we'll we'll present the story to you as it happened to us and you know maybe get some of your takes on it um so we um what a month and a month or so ago sean uh the foo fighters announced mm-hmm. that they were going to play a show in syracuse new york which is about 90 minutes away from us. Yeah. And Sean had, uh, prior to COVID really hitting and shutting down the borders, had bought 
a ticket to go see them in Hamilton, Ontario, which yep. isn't too far from us either. And that show just got outright canceled. So, you know, it, it, he he was really keen on going to the show. And um, I was like, you know what? I've never seen them. I'll go with you. And the lawn tickets were cheap enough, you know, and the venue that the show was at, we've been to, and it's a really cool venue. I was like, outdoors too. So I was like, ah, what the hell? Yeah, I'll go with you. And they were requiring full vax for it. Yes, as if, and I mean, if if you haven't noticed already, the the Foo Fighters have already done a pretty good job trolling people who are like anti-vax and and whatnot. Oh, sure. the, the Westboro Baptist Church, which we talked about recently, oh uh, yeah, yeah, uh, kind of that got brought up because they were trolling them. So yeah, I mean, you know, I. Okay. I, I'm not really a big Foo Fighters fan. Like I've, I've, like I like some of their older stuff. Like I think that they make perfectly like fine music. I think Dave Grohl is a very talented dude. I think he's like everywhere. <laughs> it's kind of insane, you know. But mm-hmm. dude's a good drummer, you know. Yeah. So the show was last night, as we mentioned, and I was like, it being a Wednesday night and. 90 minutes away i was like all right sean i was like if we're gonna go to this we probably need to leave a little bit early to get there on time just to kind of give us a bit of a cushion Uh, i was like so i'm gonna leave work a little bit early i was already scheduled to be the early person at work but i was like i'm gonna try and get out like maybe an hour to a half hour early Mm -hmm. which that totally went to plan that was one of the few things that went to plan yesterday um and I, I mean, for you too, I mean, you, you, you actually got out at a good time and, you know, we, we got on our way at what, like, um, I think we I mean, left your finally house about, left about like 25 five, or yeah, 25. I know we stopped to get some cash and uh, a, a bite to eat and then yeah. got it, got out of town around like five ish. Yep. So we headed to Syracuse and. You got we got there pretty quick. I mean, it was easy drive right down the thruway, right down Interstate ninety here in in New York State. And Dylan, I know you'll be making that drive soon. And mm-hmm. uh, it's pr- just, I mean, it's just flat and not much to kind look at. But it's really easy drive. Yeah. And we get into Syracuse. I'm like, man, we made some good time. <laughs> so and we then, thought. So we thought, yeah. So I had looked at like the um, information page for the concert prior to us going. And, you know, we were up on the lawn and they're like, yeah, you can bring lawn chairs in. And they're like, when you get here, the parking is this, you gotta, so if you're dropping people off, you get off at this exit. If you're parking a vehicle at the site, you get off at this exit. Okay. So, I, I I mean, unless you're really local to the area, I don't know how else to describe this, but. Is this an amphitheater type place? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. There's like PNC. So I know it's exactly PNC, what you mean. It's It's like and they have, Cleveland. Yeah. And they yeah. have like the fucking acres of woods where you have to go park your car. Kind of. That's what we have. Well, this is right near the state fairgrounds for New York State. So there's okay. ample parking. Whether how they use it and how they format it, 
uh, getting into the parking lot is the the real issue here uh, for the first part of the story. Um, so wh what they decided to have people do, and you got to keep in mind, this is what, 14, 15,000 people coming to the show? You can see. Yeah. That's a lot of vehicles coming in through into this place. They tell you to get off at this one exit, exit number eight on Route 690. And I know that's incredibly local, but if you think I just, I'm going to try and give this a mind's eye. It's a single lane exit off of a highway. You're going eastbound on this expressway. The exit lane is one lane, Dylan. You get off of that exit, you go down the single lane of expressway you make a left-hand turn you go under the bridge of the expressway and you get back onto the expressway going westbound and nothing yeah. nothing at that turn to before you go westbound that's uh, like no police nothing uh like that except like a traffic light just the traffic to, lights controlling the traffic to control the traffic wow so it's yeah. just yeah. so basically it's like it's this and this and you got to do like I'm I know I'm doing hand gestures but it's almost it, like basically you make a U-turn at an exit lane uh, right yeah. basically yeah With, but there's traffic coming up the street anyway yep yep exactly wow that's horrible which the on ramp is also a single lane it took us to uh, get perspective like. I think from the time that we got near or whatever the um, from when we got in line basically at the uh, at the exit to when we got up near the traffic light, nearly an hour had passed. Wow! Yeah. So like we got in line at like six, roughly six thirty. Um, we got like in line, and it was uh, like about. 20 after seven or uh, a bit past that by the time we got up to the traffic light. Now that did not include like us making that like big U-turn essentially, and then going up the other way. So you got to keep in mind, I'm thinking, okay, it's pushing like seven 30, basically the openers going on. Foo fighters are supposed to go on at eight 30. Right. And it's basically seven thirty, and we're not, we're not near like we're. I mean, we're we're still off from where like the amphitheater is. is. Yeah, and the parking. But like no no traffic control, like single lane entry into where the parking is, and we're just like this is nuts. Like this is this is how they have this configured, and we're like, how is this? Like, how are you managing this? Or are you? And they really are. Uh, it. So I, I just looked at the timestamp, Sean, when we did finally park. But I know that's jumping ahead a little bit. It was 8 o'clock. So it was 8 p.m. when we parked. You remember the time that he said that we got there, Dylan? An hour and 40 minutes of sitting in that line. Whew. Did you, yeah. like, at least crack a beer? We didn't have any beer with us. Yeah, we didn't bring uh, anything. Yeah. But the other fun thing that they did, and I think this probably delayed it too, 
is we get up to we finally get into like the area where the parking is and they're charging for parking which we knew that they were going to we knew how much it was going to cost they weren't accepting cash they were accepting credit card only and they were basically using the like the little i square things yeah yeah, yeah. into like uh phones like a tablet yeah and of course that stuff doesn't always work perfectly. So you can imagine how much fun and trouble the people operating those things were having. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. And everyone's on their fucking phone, too. Right. So they were charging $15 for parking, which kind of sounds like a, a bit like what they would charge for that, you know? That that wasn't too outlandish. I'm like, but why not just charge 20 and just yeah. get cash? Yeah, I know, right? Because, like, every ATM in the world gives out what? 20s. 20s. So just charge $20 and just be fucking be done with it. Have the fucking people, like, at the at the cash-out thing handle the money with gloves on. You know, like, just rubber gloves or whatever. And just be yeah. fucking done with it, man. Yeah. So... I mean, Sean, and rightfully so, Sean. So I'm not, I'm not saying this in a negative stretch because if you're looking at the timing of what's like on the event listing, you're stressing it because it's, it's creeping up closer and closer to eight o'clock. Yeah. And you're like, Oh, that's fine. This is the, you know, you're really getting worked up and I'm like, it'll be fine. Don't worry about it. You know, we'll, we'll be okay. We'll fit. We'll, we'll, we'll get there. You know, I'm just trying to, you know, and you're, you're, you were kind of getting worked up about it. And I'm like, you know, just, and I'm not saying that in a bad light. I, I understood the, concern because it was getting closer and closer to eight o'clock well lo and behold well we'll get there so we get past where we pay but you'd expect that there would be people telling you where to go to park nope nope (laughs) they're few and far between we're like where do we go and they're not they don't have flags almost a free-for-all there was so little like control like, just using their hands and pointing like just you know like that the one person we found that we encountered that ended up being our saving grace was using a ball cap to direct people where to go <laughs> it was this this little girl i don't know how old she was but i mean she looked like a little girl she's probably four foot eight and she was waving people with a ball cap, just like this, you know, just <laughs> the children, like as if she the had, children like, will save us, as if she was like at an airport and she had the baton that they use to direct planes, but instead she was using her hat. And we were about to go down this. We were following these other cars headed down towards that way, and a couple of them made left-hand turns. And Sean was like, "Oh, should I follow them?" I'm like. I was like, no, look at that woman down there. She's like one of the parking people. She's waving us this way. Let's go where she's saying, right? We we go down this, it's this long lane of car after car after car. And Sean's like, oh, man. He's like, I don't know if this is right. It doesn't really seem to be parking here. We get to what? Like almost the end of the lane. Yeah. And all of a sudden it's like Mecca. It's just like. A bunch of free spots, yeah. 15, 20 spots that were empty. 
and several to like pull through because like I could see like the backing out situation being a bit dodgy with like how these lanes were. Mm-hmm. They were um, like uh, diagonal lanes, like in a parking lot, which like if you and the lanes were really tight, so like backing out of those was going to be like a really difficult thing. Yeah. The funny thing about where we ended up parking was almost to the main entrance of the concert venue. Hmm. The like, only thing that was closer to the main entrance than us was the VIP parking. And we weren't you, too far off from it, like a stone's throw from the VIP. Literally across a, like a one-lane street. I love that that's VIP. Yeah. Like, like I they could, paid... As opposed to the $15 they paid, or that we paid, they paid 30 Yeah, I could have hawked a loogie and hit one of their cars. That would have been in some impressive loogie action. So... That's like a big loogie. Well, so you you mentioned the, the COVID check, right? Yep. And if you got there early enough, they were going around the parking lot and uh, checking people's Excelsior passes or proof of vaccine, like if you had just the card. And right. if the, if you proved it, they would give you like uh, one of those rubber bracelets to wear, like the mm-hmm. Live Strong kind of ones Yeah, that were green. And that, like as long as you had a green bracelet, that means you were in like Flynn and you didn't have to go through the line that you mentioned that was for like ch- checking the COVID vaccine thing, right? Mm-hmm. By the time we got there and it was eight o'clock, there was no line. Like it was pretty well, we just flowed right through it. Like, oh, like yeah. Easy. This was the people that showed up. I mean, I think they, they, I read an article and I saw the lines and it was like, uh, people that showed up, they opened it up at the grounds at 3 30 mm-hmm. and then the doors opened at 5 30, you know, for everyone who needs to get fucking annihilated for a Foo Fighters concert. Right, yeah. Well, and I think it also problem. just was the time required to get everybody through that had showed up. Well, that's the thing is they were going through the parking lot and like people that were tailgating, they were checking them mm-hmm. like in the parking lot and they had like a separate lane. So if you got one of the green bracelets, you could just go off to that separate lane and just flow right past the COVID check. So they were trying to head that off at the pass, at least. That was some organization that they had. Um, So we got through that. They do security check. We go through that. Then they finally scan the tickets. And then we walk like what? Like, it just seems like the walk from the parking lot to the venue is just It's like It's like Sisyphus pushing the boulder. I was going to say it's like a fucking Lord of the Rings style journey to this venue. What seems funny though is like the we had walked like even further than that, John, like several years ago when we went and saw fish there. Yeah. And this seemed longer. I don't know I, how, but it did. I think it just felt, you know, like it because of how long like the weight in the car was and how much uh, you know i was stressing i was just like jesus can like we get to the freaking like lawn section already um you should have put on dope smoker (laughs) it's an hour long you could have listened to an hour long song (laughs) so 
our one saving grace was our friend uh, Christy, who uh, would, was messaging us the whole time, right? And she's like, um, she's like, oh man, she's like, I feel so bad for you guys, and she's like, can't wait till you guys get here, and she's trying to keep it positive and everything. And she's like, when you guys get here, we're seated on the lawn, we're near, we're in front of. Um, like a fried dough, uh, a fried dough stand, like stand. food truck that they had. And then she messaged us again. She's like, Oh, I just realized there's a number on a pole, like near the amp, like the amphitheater part, like the reserve seating part. And we're between that and the fried dough and that number seven. And she's like, we save spots for you. Like we've spread out our lawn chairs. That way, when you guys get here, we'll kind of get closer to each other and there'll be plenty of space for you guys. So, like, she was, like, a real, like, angel as far as that yeah. goes. Somehow, amongst all these people that were in, in this crowd, and it was starting to get dark, we fucking found her. I don't know how. <laughs> because you, not used like when the, you, go, you used the direction she gave you. And she well, was, but she was, her and. She's not, like, Crandall size. Like, yeah, she doesn't she's stand short. Up. Yeah. And, yeah. We just miraculously found her. What was funny also is the people that were seated next to her were Crandall's, but spelled differently. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, oh, it's a Crandall party. And then like the lady next to the next to us, she was like, wait, I heard you say Crandall. It's like, <laughs> yeah. and she's like, it's like, but we spell it C-R-A-N-D-E-L-L. Yeah. It's kind of like, it's kind of like that episode of The Simpsons with like the uh, Bort license plate, and like uh, Bart is like looking for one of those souvenir license plates, and he finds like Barry Barclay Bert Bort, and then like a few other people come up and like are like, "Oh, I'm <laughs> my name is Bort," like <laughs> or like Guy Incognito. I don't know. If I don't know, know what that is. That's the one where um, it's like this guy walks into Moe's tavern and he looks like exactly like Homer, but he's wearing like very like rich affluent clothing. And he was just like, oh, like, yeah. yes, may I please get one of your beverage? And like, hey, get out of here, Homer. He's like, Homer? Who is Homer? I am Guy Incognito. Oh, okay. And they, kick his, they yep. kick his ass. And Homer's like, oh, this man looks exactly like me. And then he gets distracted by a dog. That's right. That's right. Okay. Anyway, uh, yeah. So we we get we get settled. We sit down. We we regale them with the stories of the parking debacle, all of the frustrations and everything. And they're like, "Well, the show's starting soon." So we thought. Well, and I clarified with Christy. I was like, "Wait, the opener hasn't been on yet," because here it is, like approaching eight thirty, and I'm like. Oh, great, sweet. Like, the foos are going to be on here, like, soon. Right. But it was odd, like, because she's like, no, there's no opener yet. And we we had looked at the schedule, and they said that there was supposed to be an opener. And I thought maybe, so, like, eh, maybe the opener's not going to even happen or something or, uh, you know. Right, right. So, unbeknownst to us, there were some issues that apparently were kind of, like, there was, like, word going around about some issues and we didn't know about this up until the point that a guy comes on over the PA and says the Foo Fighters 
are delayed. They have been grounded by the FAA. They just got released from New York and are on route. And they'll be here as soon as they can be. And all of us just look at each other and just go, what? <laughs> you know? Like, the, like whoever didn't like, know about that were just like, what the fuck? And then they go, oh, and here's Bambara. And like, what, what follows is, I don't know, uh, 40 minutes of... I don't, I don't know how to describe it. I anymore. don't even know what the hell that was. Like, a really awesome drummer. Um, some really, like, distorted guitars, which yeah. I know that appeals to Dylan. Mm -hmm. uh, an okay bass player. Bass was good. Yeah, it blended well with the, yeah, the rhythm the section was good. The rhythm section was great. Um, and a really horrible vocalist who was channeling... Uh, I mean, Dylan, you said who? Um, well, on the recording, it kind of sounded like uh, like an Ian Curtis, like Joy Division, like the that very deep sort of like almost monotone. You said Leonard Cohen, though, didn't you? Yeah, like some some Leonard Cohen too. But uh, live, it was more like, of like he was a, trying to do like a, almost a spoken word Jim Morrison vibey kind of thing, and flailing himself onto the stage and. But oh, like so a like so a heavier, more like in somehow more incoherent Jim Morrison. Yeah. Um, so like drunk dancing. <laughs> yeah. Like, and people just around us were like, "What the hell is yeah. this?" Like, and, and it was so funny. Like by the time it got back, and there were all sorts of comments about like what the band's name was. Like I called them Barbasol at a point. Like. <laughs> Um, I called them uh, Bam Margera at another point, and it was so funny because it's not a great I, band name. And and you heard like there was almost like a mutual thing done amongst a lot of people. And the lead singer, the one thing that I heard understood of what he said, he was like, "All right, this is going to be our last song." And several people, including myself, are like. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and look, other people sitting behind us started the cheer, and they're like, "Oh, that's not good." And everybody kind of la like mutually laughed. Like I felt like we had been through like some sort of like torture together, and we all came out on the other side of it. Like, well, it's kind of <laughs> like it's kind of like you've gone through an already like grueling experience, and then to sit through like a, a disappointing opening act. Opening act, you're just like, ah, oh, all you can do at this point is just laugh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Furthermore, the fact that like the Foo Fighters are probably like just arriving as this band is, you know, finishing, finishing up, probably. Up their set. Yeah. Which we didn't know what the story was, really, because we got so very little information. But the thing is, is like social media was just like crazy with like the news of them flying oh, yeah. in. And there's all these people who had like information. Oh, they're en route. They're going to be landing in 20 minutes. I'm like, where are the fuck are the people getting this information from? What do you have? Like fucking no, no, Noirad on your fucking phone? I mean... I'm sure there's somebody that's like friends with like somebody like I'm sure there's somebody in the crew or you know that works with the band. It's just like 
texting and be like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Because I'm sure that they're like, oh, we had to, you know, get so-and-so in, you know, on the guest list or whatever that nonsense is, you know, and they're like, where is it? So they're probably like, oh, well, I'm going to tell everybody, like, what the fuck is going on, you know? I like the Noi Rad. I thought of the Noid from, uh... From Norad? Norad. 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 I didn't know how you pronounced it. Norad. Okay, I got it now. I learned that from uh, Independence Day. I learned that from any Hollywood action movie involving uh, fighter jets. Yeah. Like yeah. I went, I went to use the bathroom after uh, uh, Bam Majora uh, finished their set, <laughs> and I, I come back and Christy's like, "Who's this guy that commented on my post? You're you're friends with him." He's like, he is saying that the band just landed at the airport. How the fuck does he know? And I'm like, I don't know. She's like, I'm who, trying does to work, who does he work for? I'm like, he works for like AT&T, like selling cell phones. I don't fucking know what, how he knows that they landed. It's Jim Edelson? He, he triangulated like uh, the uh, cell signal for uh, Pat Smear. Um, and that's <laughs> how he, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, Oh, I no, it was it was Jim Edelston. He's a time traveler. He went in the future yeah, and knew be. that the Foo Fighters were going to show up eventually. Yeah, I know what one of the other names I came up with them uh, was uh, Boca Raton. <laughs> Boca Raton. <laughs> oh my god, dude! It was just it, the entire like set break between them and the Foo Fighters was just like the guy behind us doing like an entire comedy set about how awful they were. <laughs> yeah. it was fucking hilarious i mean it was bar none i mean maybe I, one of the one of the worst openers i've ever seen and we've been to hundreds of shows and I'd i like no. i actually turned around and told the guy i was like you know what i would have rather heard you go for 40 minutes doing comedy than hearing them play for 40 minutes <laughs> they were just dude dylan i i know you like you listen to something you're like Oh, they didn't sound too bad. I'm like, uh, they were okay. rough. If the guy had a good singing voice, do you think you would have liked it, or do you think you would have just been like, "This is whatever"? I probably um, just been like, "This is an opener for like a big band." I, I mean, I get it. I would have been okay if the guy's voice was 100 percent better. Yeah, because yeah. his voice was awful. It was so bad. It was maybe, a, I don't know if, like, a little, like, heavier than what I, uh, I, maybe than what I was in the mood for. I, I don't know. I would have, I would have been like, all right, all right, these guys aren't bad. Like, musically, they were okay. Yeah, not, not awful. They were all right. Right, but it's like, it, it. But, like, even if, like, a death metal band was opening up for them, like, you would have been like, okay, this is, like, abhorrent music, and I can't understand what the guy's saying, but at least he's committed to the bit, and he does sound like an animal, as opposed to it sounds like this guy was sort of, like, he couldn't even do the, like, the harsh vocals that well. Yeah, he really was not good. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know what, though? I mean, if, 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 like, it was a death metal band and they were good... I'd be, I can appreciate that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, but this was just like, like, and all of us, like, around, like, where we were seated, everybody was like, oh my God, like, the drummer is, like, fantastic. Like, the guy yeah. was, the guy was, like, spot on the whole show. He was, like, really fucking good. 
And then I think the, the- uh, I was going to say, I think there was a point during their set, like, I just started to break into hysterical laughter. Like, I was just like, <laughs> I think everything up until that point, I just, like, I was like, this just sent me over the edge, and I started laughing hysterically. His uh, his name is Blaze Bata. Wait, the singer? <laughs> the singer? Is- no, the, the, no uh, the drummer. Well, Blaze is fucking awesome, man. He... <sighs> He's got a fucking career ahead of him. I'll tell you what. Hey, he's got a LinkedIn page. Awesome. Yeah. Um. I mean, so I mean, given like the worry that we had about like missing the Foo Fighters, that what like what happened that you know we didn't really have control over. It ended up working out in that sense, like you alluded to a little a little bit ago, Dylan for us but uh the the other part of that was they didn't end up going on until 10 o'clock yeah yeah so it turned into a late show and i was and i was worried like a lot of people i'm sure were like okay how much of a set are we exactly going to get with uh with a curfew curfew. yeah and it, early on, I had noticed off the side of the stage, there was a big, huge clock, like digital like clock sitting off to the side of the stage. Mm-hmm. Like you could see it on the video, one of the video screens. And I was like, oh, that's not a good sign if they got that like pointed uh, like off the side. Like, so like you could like if you're on the stage, you could look to the side and just go, oh, it's 11 15 we have 45 minutes left or whatever you know yeah yeah um the good news is is that they started at 10 and they gave them till midnight so we got a two-hour set out of it yeah yeah and pretty much a full set um looking at the set list and what they played and compared to other nights probably about like three songs less than what uh would normally be played so they've been playing probably about like two hour 20 two hour 15 depending you know i mean i i saw a lot of people getting on them about oh maybe you should travel earlier and stuff like that it's like it sounds like it was not it was out of their hands Right, there was a, yeah. like a a pretty bad storm that rolled through like the southern tier of New York, and then I think went across like yeah. into the city. Yep, and, like it was dropping hail and stuff like that. Because I was yeah. working, I was working with a customer like in like northern Pennsylvania, like right on the New York PA border, and like they had put me on hold at one point earlier yesterday. And they were saying, oh, yeah, there's going to be, like, huge, like, golf ball size hail and all sorts of shit. I'm like, oh, man. And the guy came The guy came back from after he put me on hold. I was like, man, it sounds like you guys are going to have a storm coming. And he's like, it's already happening. I'm like, oh. It's already <laughs> happening. Save yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you know, do you remember when we had that Northeast power outage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The big one? Oh, yeah. yeah that yeah, fucking yeah. happened. 2003, yeah. Like not not that bad, Dylan. But I had a customer that I was on the phone with, like in Elmira, New York, which is like south, yeah. like east of here. And 
they called and they're like, there's something going on down here. Uh, our internet dropped out and there, there's something really weird. And I'm like, all right, well, let me get onto your computer. And as I started to get onto their computer, like the phone went dead and then oh the lights God. went out. At, the lights went out in our building too. And then all of a sudden it was just like, oh shit. <laughs> you know, like, and it, it was like one of those things like where it hit them before it hit us. Yeah. You like, you, you watched the, the, you felt the shockwave. Yeah. Yeah. So like, that's not too far off from what you were saying. But I think that same storm is what probably what caused the issues that they were having with the FAA. Yeah, I which, which so. essentially what happened is the FAA grounded all the flights and everything, and they couldn't get out of um, they couldn't get out of New York where they had played like I think a couple nights prior. Uh, it was just funny because like at like eight thirty uh, when you messaged me about them like not going on, I'm like, damn, I'm already on band number two. <laughs> Well, we were supposed to be on day number two at that point. Yeah. So uh, the, the the show ended at midnight, and I was like, we, we you know, we had our lawn chairs, like I said, and we packed those up, and we start, we start leaving, and our friends, Christy and Matt, are behind us, and a couple other friends, uh, Adam and his wife. And I look back, they're behind us. And then we get closer to the exit. I look back again, and they're gone. I don't know what happened to them. But Sean and I are just like, we're off like a shot. Like, we're like, fuck this. The show's over with. We don't want to be stuck in this traffic till the end of time. So right. like, we just, we get back to the, we get back to the truck. I'm like, I, I as we're walking, I'm like, Sean, I was like, because of all the, you know, the stress. I'm like, do you want me to maybe try and see if I can get us out of here quick? And I'm like figuring we might have to wait like, you know, what, 15, 20 minutes to get out of the lot. So we pull out of the parking spot. We make a right-hand turn out of the parking spot. We make a left-hand turn onto this little roadway that I had mentioned earlier, the roadway that was between us and the VIP lot. We get onto that roadway. We make another left-hand turn. We make a right-hand turn onto an on-ramp onto the expressway, and we're out. Yeah, sounds about right. 90 seconds. Yep. Yeah. And we were on the highway. <laughs> we got home. The show ended at midnight. We were pulling into Sean's uh, place at 1.30. Like, and we were just flying down the highway. Like, there's no traffic, nothing. Yeah. It was just, it was like, like a shit, like a tale of two, like, stories. Like, it was yeah. just like. Well, it goes to show like, how how yeah. close like really Rochester and Syracuse are. Yeah, like I mean that you know, like that the show ended at midnight that they went and you know it was still like probably a ten minute walk, you know, right? Yeah, to the car. So like an hour twenty ish, maybe hour and fifteen to twenty uh, that it took. And I didn't you know, know what we were going to run into getting out of there. I thought, oh, man, we're probably going to hit some really shitty traffic. Oh, yeah. That's why I offered. I was like, I, I was like, you know, that way you're not stressing about it. Because I know you, you, you got stressed because of the, the ride in. And I'm mm -hmm. like, you know, kind of ease that a little bit. And we were on we were on the expressway and like within 
minutes. Well, I mean, 10, like, 15 minutes. We were back on Interstate 90 like, yeah. on our way to Rochester. It was just like, damn, it was just crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty wild. Yeah. Um, I'm the, assuming the Foo Fighters were good. Oh, it was a great yeah. show. Yeah. Great I, show. I really enjoyed them. Very lot of uh, presence. Yep. A lot of uh, kind of uh, interaction with the crowd. I mean, uh, Dave Grohl, like, obviously talked about, like, what happened and was like, you know, we're sorry we're running late. Thank you for sticking around. Thank you for staying. Like, you know. Um, he actually said, you know, we're going to skip a lot of the banter and just play so we can get through as much as we can. Yeah. 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 Um, which, I mean, and, like Sean said, I mean – they normally play, you know, 19, 20 songs in a set and they got through 16. So, yeah, not too shabby. No. And having seen them before, comparatively, there tends to be like a lot, like quite a bit more banter. Uh, but they'll still very much play like a full, you know, a full set like that. Like it's not shortchanging you, uh, but he'll he'll talk a good amount, which I appreciate. I like. But yeah, I mean, we got a solid, solid two-hour set out of it. Yeah, yeah. What, what was funny is um, his his uh, stage presence is, is fun. Um, I I felt so. He did a thing at the uh, towards the beginning of the show, and he goes, he goes, so uh, you know, typical kind of like big concert. How many? How many of you people have seen me? Seen us before? A whole bunch of people cheer. He goes, how many of you have never seen us? And a whole bunch more people cheer, right? He goes, he pauses, he goes, that's fucking bullshit. You haven't seen us? We've been around for 26 years, and you've never seen us? What the fuck? <laughs> so, kind of funny, right? Later yeah. on in the show, he goes, so, uh, when was the last time we played Syracuse? I don't know if it was somebody in his ear or somebody like somebody in like the front row or whatever. And I guess it was legit. Like 20 goes, years. It's been 20 years. That's fucking bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I did read that. Yeah. He goes, what the fuck? That's bullshit, man. Why haven't we played here in 20 years? <laughs> So it was like he called him he called like him and the band out on that, like after calling the fans out on not seeing them. Yeah, it's like, well, we had to we had to write some more uh albums uh since that time. We need more material to play for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was kind of good. Um Yeah, he's pretty, I mean, personable with his interaction and stuff, and uh you know it it yeah, he's pretty humorous, and they did a couple covers that they've been doing. They did one of uh, the BGs. Uh, they did the whole BGs thing. Oh, for Record Store Day. Yeah. And then the uh, the drummer uh, Taylor Hawkins, right? Yeah, he does. Up. And Taylor sang uh, "Somebody to Love" uh, by Queen, and then uh, uh, Dave Grohl uh, did drums. Yep. Which was pretty yeah, cool pretty, to see. It was pretty cool. It was it was good. Um, not not a bad version of it. They no. got some. They got some good background singers who helped out with that. I'll yep. say. Um, I do have to say. Um, and and this is just a music thing. 
if you ever want to see a really good version of uh, somebody to love, and maybe I've said this on this podcast before, but it, it, it bears repeating, check out George Michael with Queen from the uh, Freddie Mercury tribute concert doing that song. It is unbelievable. Mm. Like, chills, dude. Just... Dylan, maybe not your cup of tea as far as music goes, but you can appreciate. Yeah, I'm not going to deny that George Michael was a good singer. He's a great singer. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it just it, it just unbelievable. Like Liz introduced me to it like a couple of years ago. I was like, really? And like she she played the video, and I was just like, holy fuck, man! There's it's another. Such, I there's another video. Um, such a powerful performance. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, there's one. Um, it's uh, David Bowie and Annie Lennox and Queen doing "Under Pressure." Oh, that's got to be good too. Yeah. Oh plus, yeah, A plus. I think I've seen that. I think there's a couple other people in that video. That too. that whole show was just fucking ridiculous. Oh, the that Freddie Mercury tribute. tribute. Yeah. yeah, I remember when that aired, and it was just unbelievable. Like I wasn't like a huge Queen fan at that point. But it was really like a who's who. Mm-hmm. And just, you, you could tell that like the performances were just out of this world. Yeah. And like how you, much, how much he meant to so many people. You know what the, the thing that like just really does drive me up a wall though about Queen is that like they're, they're a great band, obviously. Like I have, I think I have like just one, but like, all of their music is so good and you only hear like the same fucking songs over and over again generally and it's just like god i'm so tired of hearing like you know we are the champions and uh we will uh, rock you yeah we yeah oh, god, Queen and uh crazy little thing called love and yeah uh bohemian rhapsody of course yep. Yep. yeah that that like, is now like, like, of, like fucking, uh the don't stop believing yeah. Of, of queen like yeah i like all of the like, the super mainstream stuff is yeah. like i really don't don't love it like i think like radio gaga is a great song like that's oh, yeah. a, like that's a great mm-hmm. queen and like dude, all the music they did for fucking um highlander and they oh, used yeah, a bunch yeah. of it and they did the soundtrack for flash gordon is amazing um i like uh, a bicycle yeah, Bice a good song. Bicycle race, yeah. And I mean, Fat Bottom Girls is great. That's <laughs> <laughs> a good song, yeah. dude. Yeah. I mean, the subject, uh, you know, but it's a good, it's a good song. Can't can't go wrong with that one. But yeah, there's just like so many other like just better Queen songs than like the the mainstream stuff, you know. I like Killer Queen though, Sean. That's a, such yeah, a yeah. Killer Queen's good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean the, I mean daily basis you hear we will rock you and we are the yeah. champions. I got uh, uh, turned on the song uh, "Tie Your Mother Down" um, because oh, yeah. they did uh, they performed that uh, at their rock hall induction uh, with like uh, Dave Grohl and Taylor Hawkins played uh, with uh, Brian May and uh, yeah, uh, so they played that um, and I was like, wow, that's a really cool song. Uh, um, I, I also have the. I'm partial to um, Nine Inch Nails. Did a cover of "Get Down, Make Love." Yeah. Also good. What? You don't know that I'm one? That. I'm curious what that, that sounds one. like. 
I was trying to picture nine inch nails covering Queen. Dynamite. With oh, the I have, yeah, I have those ones. Guaranteed to blow your mind. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, my I'll, God, I'm queuing it up. We, you but don't have to The thing is, it's like, it, 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 I, love, I love listening to Queen, but man, that is just like, you realize how bad of a singer you are if you try and sing along with. Oh. Yeah, when you try to sing along with Freddie Mercury. Yeah, I mean, I could totally, I hear a lot of like Nine Inch Nails influence in this song for sure. Like across that dude's like, mm-hmm. ca- uh, like career. So yeah, I mean, Queen Rules. Man, that's got such a great groove to it, man. <laughs> that song. That's got kind of like a, a, and that that was the thing about Queen is man their their music was so like um, across so many um, genres genres and like styles and mm-hmm. they 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 called from so much stuff that almost has got like a little bit of almost like a blues type thing to it. Oh, absolutely! Like it's got yeah. like the slow like the repetitive riff, yeah. You know, and like yeah. that, yeah, awesome, awesome yeah. song, and an awesome cover. Yeah. So, uh, at least yeah, it all so, at least it all worked out in the end yeah. for you guys, despite having to sit through, uh, uh, you know, a Bikini Bottom opening up for them. Uh, but you don't watch SpongeBob. I, I know, I know the reference. I'm just <laughs> like the band, man. They were just tough. It was so tough to get through, Dylan. Yeah, it really I, was. I, I don't know how much more of Boombala I could have uh, <laughs> handled. Uh, so I assume when Africa Bambata is playing St. Vitus, you don't, well, actually you probably would be like, fuck yeah, let's go see Africa Bambata. Although I don't think they're alive. African Bambata. That sounds interesting. I, oh yeah, I no, he's still alive. I don't even care what that music is. It sounds fun. He's like, uh, like one of the, he's like a super OG, uh, like rap hip got hip hop guy. Okay. He originated breakbeats. Hmm. I thought it was going to be something like Bombino, Sean. Do you remember oh, seeing no, Bombino? <laughs> nope, let's not go see him. Uh, child <sighs> child molestation. Wait a minute. That name is from Bombino. Yeah, Bambino. That, we, we saw him at Gathering of the Vibes. Yeah. He was like, just like a like just ridiculous guitar player that we've never seen or heard of since. Yeah, there was a lot of those that were like, oh, that's kind of neat. Um the one that I missed that, I mean, I took Liz to them and I thought she would have loved them. And we saw them at the first Peach Fest, and but there hasn't really been much since from them, was uh, Two Bob Crew. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those guys were fucking amazing. I love that. Man, that was some fun music. Yeah, I haven't seen, like, they, they're one of those, like, I mean, we saw, like, some, you know, we've seen some bands kind of grow their following, like Pigeons comes to mind. Oh yeah, and then uh, yeah, like two Bob Crew. It's just sort of like, huh? Don't know what, don't know where they're at or what happened to them. Not much, I don't think. Yeah, yeah. but um, yeah, it was it was cool. I mean, I was pretty exhausted today, but yeah, I mean, worth it. I you know like seeing the Foo Fighters, and uh, you know, I put on a high energy, uh, really good show, and. Uh, you know, played a lot, played a lot of familiar stuff. So, um, a couple things off the new album and, uh, off the, you know, the one BG's tune off that release. So 
yeah, yeah, all in all, a really cool set. So, so the one uh, funny addendum to the whole story was about right about midday. I get an email uh, from the venue. Oh, asking me to do a survey about the venue. <laughs> And I felt like such an old man that, like, I complained about the parking. (laughs) (laughs) But did you just try to like fix your fucking parking? I literally said that in the fucking like the response. Like, they're like, "What can we help improve?" And I'm like, "Fix the parking." It's horrendous. All caps. Like, I gotta I, I gotta imagine more I mean if people uh, took the time because often when I get those survey emails yeah I don't bother but like I listed off like six other venues I've been to that have better parking than it <laughs> like of the same ilk I'm like the, the I, I I think and I'm like man this feels like I'm like an old man complaining like about something that's so fucking stupid but I'm like this is so you look at like the Facebook page for this venue and like every concert that they do people are complaining about how horrible it's to get in and out of this place I was like so fix it. Do something better. Figure it out. You have the opp- you have the opportunity to take what you have and make it better. Clearly, what you're doing is not working. Spend some money and make the system better or something. I mean, this whole fucking convoluted thing of this, you know, going down to this next exit and getting back onto the, you know, uh, it's just asinine make it better yeah pretty much sean <laughs> he sends a gif of uh, uh uh abe simpson uh old man yells at cloud and that was yep. i mean yep. i was thinking about after i wrote it i was like yeah i feel yeah. like that today i i feel like i'm the old man like Your complaining abe. about like something that's so stupid but it's like if you want people to attend events at your venue, then make it better. I actually said, and this is totally true, My one of my least favorite places to go to because of how horrible it is to get in and out of is Darien Lake to go see yeah. concerts at, which is a another amphitheater. It's closer to Buffalo than here. So, like, we have three in this area. You have the one in Syracuse, and then, ju- like, there's one closer to Rochester called CMAC. It's in a town called Canadagua. And then you have one that's closer to Buffalo called Darien Lake. And if I was going to rank them at this point, oh, as no far as C-Mac. going to them and the experience, CMAC is number one. Yeah. It's much better experience. It's the ease of getting in and out of the venue and going to events there. It's so, it's so pleasurable to go to. Mm-hmm. Darian would have been last up until yesterday evening. Yeah. Like now, it was that bad. 
Now it's it's number two. Actually, and I forgot another one, Sean. Art Park. Yeah. Art Park would be number two. And then True. Darien now is number three. And now Lakeview is number four. I mean, I this led me to like thinking like I if a if another show gets announced at Lakeview, I mean obviously we're kind of getting to where like it's gonna be like next concert season. Sure. Um and it's a band that I'm interested in, I really would have to like consider like or, well, or explore like have they changed like what uh they're doing or you know or look at what day it's on. Yeah. Is it on a Friday or Saturday? You know, where maybe I could take the day off and get a hotel nearby or something, not have to deal with this bullshit. Because that really what it, that really what it amounts to, Dylan, was just a horribly run venue. Yeah. And I don't know, man. I mean, maybe people haven't said it loud enough. I, I don't fucking know. Or maybe they just ignore and go, oh, this is just you know whatever but i mean i can picture they probably post like put like print out like my comments and put them up like on like a fucking wall at their like office and just laugh at it (laughs) well i mean there's something to be said for like another band that we went to another show with a, a band that's equally as popular with fish and that there wasn't Right. That that experience, like at the same venue, Dylan. at the same exact venue, mm-hmm. that we had a, a much better parking experience than uh, you know, and yeah, we had to walk walk a bit, but in terms of the ease of and getting in and parked, it was an equally sized crowd. I would say. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, and in, in terms of popularity, I I would say yeah both both shows were kind of at the at the same level of people number of people. Hey, but you know what? I I think the one thing I mean it, we we can dwell on this negative a lot, but at least we can come back here and kind of laugh at it after the fact, right? Right. And we can look up and see how much of uh, Botox uh, we can listen to. <laughs> Uh, Dylan has already added their entire catalog to his Spotify. Yes. I have done no such thing. I have far too much. I have far too much other abhorrent music to listen to. Dylan's going to start rocking leather pants and start vomiting on a stage. No. (laughs) That was the one thing I did. Did we talk about that? What? When, when I leaned over and asked you, did they, uh, so at one point while they were on the, the Hanna Barbera were on stage. I actually leaned over to Sean and asked him, "Did the guy just vomit?" Yeah, you mentioned that already. Okay, I didn't know if we did or not, but literally, like, I leaned over. I was like, "Did the guy just get sick?" He was just he like, had, he had <laughs> "Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if Billy Blanks got sick on stage." Oh, Billy Blanks! What was he doing? Tybo. Tybo. Anything else for tonight, guys? I got nothing else. Oh, man. I tell you what. Lots of fun times. Um, mm-hmm. We got more fun times ahead. Maybe we'll have more fun little trip stories ahead. Hopefully they don't they don't go as fucked up as this, right? Yeah. 
I know I'm looking forward to a weekend of not traveling anywhere. Yeah, yeah, that'll be nice. Mm -hmm. I know, uh, hopefully, uh, Brother Jim is feeling better next week, and we can reconvene with him uh, then, and then uh, we got like a little bit of a long weekend involved, and uh, of course, that leads right into uh, doing our uh, live show at a Shared Universe podcast studio, Dylan. Yeah, uh, be interesting to see if uh, that con goes forward. I've been checking every day. I'm I'm really kind of curious myself. Um, I, I mean, personally, I'm looking really looking forward to this trip. And uh, having not seen you like in person since uh, uh, November of 2019. Yeah, I know. Be Wild. almost two years. And then I'll see you like twice in like two weeks. I know. It'll be great or horrible. It'll be a mix of both. It'll be a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. It it always is. Especially if Jim is involved in any fashion. (laughs) Yeah. God, he loves that phrase, doesn't he? He really does. I think he loves it more than I do. I think you're right. I'm glad that I could bring that to him. Anywho, uh, yeah, check us out. Check us out at uh, a shared universe, Sean. Uh, I mean, obviously, I know you're not going to be there with us, but you'll be there with us in uh, in spirit, and then uh, maybe you'll uh, join in on the live uh, stream. What day is it? Um, the what? What day did I say, Dylan? Uh, the twenty uh, sixth of September. Yeah, Sunday, oh. September twenty sixth, three p.m. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, 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 thunder, thunder, thunder. Dylan, Dylan, Dylan. Yes, I the whole seat, but you only need the edge. (laughs) 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can catch Dylan, Jim, and myself there at uh, the Shared Universe Podcast Studio. Who knows who might join us? We might have have Christian in there in the studio with us or Ming Chen. Himself. Hey, Mike Zapsick. Might have uh, the one and only Liz Crandall join in. You never know. You never know. But if you want to catch out everything we're doing, uh, don't forget you can check us out on our uh, Facebook page and Twitter and Instagram where we don't post anything. Or uh, our website where you can download all the episodes. Or uh, you can also download those episodes on any of your favorite podcast applications. Any of them, except for Spotify, because Jim still hasn't fucking figured that shit out. Should I have like, um, should I have gotten the instruction thing for him for uh, a shared universe podcast studio to learn how to uh, post things to Spotify? Uh, sure. Would he have gotten upset? Maybe. Doubtful. Yeah. Doubtful. Fuck you. Fuck you, Jim Crandall. That's what he would have said, right? That's exactly what he would have said. I wasn't saying fuck you to you, Dylan. I know. Okay. All right. Well, um, well, thanks for visiting Jim's BBQ, where it will now only take you three and a half hours. Well, it's a three and a half hour meal. The food's brought to you in your car. Oh.
They have to just keep finding you as you move in, as you move very slowly through the parking lot. And I'm surprised nobody went, Foo Fighters! Oh, yeah, I was Foo thinking, Fighters. thanks for uh, joining Jim's Bar... Wait, what the hell is the thing? Thanks for coming to Jim's thanks Barbecue? Thanks for visiting. Oh, visiting Jim's Barbecue. Yeah, I've messed it up. <laughs> I was going to say where after a while you can finally see the Foo Fighters! Oh, Foo right Fighters! On the, right on the stage at Jim's BBQ? Yeah. Foo Wait, Fighters! Ladies and gentlemen, Foo Fighters! Wow, I can't believe we were able to book them. Dude, I, they they played at my... Like, a kid I went to college with, like, Dave Grohl played at his barbecue. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Like, it was awesome. <laughs> it was like... I saw the picture and I'm like, is this for real? And he's like, yeah. You know, uh, Jim just lives just south of uh, Dave Grohl's hometown. Yes, he does. Mm -hmm. I found this out. There's actually a brewery the next time I go down there I want to visit on, uh, in Dave Grohl Alley. <laughs> I think it's like 125 Dave Grohl Alley. <laughs> does Dave Grohl like live in the alley? Like he's like a alley troll and he's like, hey, it's me. It's Dave Grohl. You know who my favorite actor is? Christopher Walken! <laughs> That'd be great. He doesn't like actually look like a troll. He just looks like Dave Grohl, but he does like he's just like hunched over a little bit. Yeah. Alright, well that was a lot of fun, guys, but I think it's uh, time for me to go to bed. Yeah, Crandall needs some sleep. I'm oh, fuck do I. <laughs>